Hey guys, I'm back with another episode of Mystery Rose Vents. And I can't believe that this is my fourth episode. But like I said in the beginning of my last episode, that I basically had a whole bunch of topics that I wanted to get into. And I started scrapping them as time went along. I originally started this podcast because I love to talk a lot. I love to entertain and I love to have fun, but I'm a little bit shy and I always have a whole bunch of stuff I want to talk about and I felt like I didn't have a platform. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I felt like 2020 would be the time to launch off because originally I was going to do it last year, but I'm like, nah, 2020 will be the year. And I started off and (laughs) I launched the first episode um, in February because January was kind of crazy for me. And it's just been a whirlwind ever since with this year. So, you know, moving right along, just taking it as it is. And, you know, like I said, I wanted to discuss something, but I'm going to just talk about whatever I want to talk about with this episode. And... I know that things are kind of upside down right now in the world and just seems (laughs) off the wall, but I hope that you guys are all doing well and I hope that you guys are taking whatever precautions that's best for you. And as I stated before, when I started this podcast, like I said, I will not dictate anything for anyone. This is just for opinions, to share, and just to vent about whatever you want to vent about and just talk, you know. So um, as I stated, I hope that you guys are taking precautions that are best for you because the precautions that you take should be what is needed in your life because the precautions that I can take or that someone else can take might not be what's best for you. But as long as you're doing what is best for your well-being and also that you're making sure that you find some happiness every day in anything that you do, try to make the best of your situation. Don't look at other situations to judge your situation. Do what's best for you. Now, I'm going to take a little bit break and I'm going to get back into just talking, just venting. So let me just take this little break and I'll see you guys in a minute. Well, can't see me <laughs> and you never will. Cause I don't think I'll ever do like a live episode, but you know what I mean? We'll get back in a minute. I just wanted to make a quick correction. <laughs> I cannot believe this is not episode four. It's actually episode five. Yay. Anyway, we will be getting into what we need to get into. <laughs> Give me a minute. Hey guys, well I'm back. Like I said, this episode event will be more like a freestyle episode. I have scrapped all the topics that I originally wanted to do because, like I said, 
this year is unpredictable so this podcast will be unpredictable (laughs) um well let's get into it basically as some of you may know some of you may not I have catamenial epilepsy and what it basically is is that about I think it's like one percent of women have the form of epilepsy that I have and it's linked to um your ovulation basically a menstrual some women get it around the time they're ovulating like a week before their period during their period but it's all you know linked around the time of your menstrual cycle and I particular <laughs> am just a lucky one that I have that so it was diagnosed a while now maybe about hmm, about seven years ago actually no it's about eight years or so going on nine but it has been found out that I actually had it prior to that way before that because I had what I now know are auras and absence seizures I was having since I was a teenager but I had my full grand mal seizures started back in like um 2011 so what basically happened is that I went through a whole bunch of testing I'm not going to get into everything I went through a whole bunch of testing a whole bunch of process of elimination and then it was um found that this is what I have so it affected my life initially because it's not something I was born with so it was like when I suffered the first grand mall it was unexpected I didn't know what was going on I didn't know if I had a brain tumor I just did not know what was going on and it was devastating when it first started happening because initially it was occurring in my sleep and I was losing um just losing all abilities I was urinating in my sleep which is crazy and waking up with my tongue bitten up waking up with bruises just a crazy experience so initially I went to certain hospitals and a lot of testing just a lot of stuff and it was found out that you know I did have something going on but they really didn't want to say okay you're epileptic and um initially they you know they they're not sure what's going on they see me they're like this never happened to you before they were kind of skeptical so um maybe a year after that first happened to me in my sleep I basically was at an appointment for one of my children and I was there in the waiting room and the last thing I remembered is having this strange feeling and then I woke up to just being surrounded by numerous people on a stretcher they're asking me like ma'am do you know where you are do you know who this is and it was my son there but at the time I did not recognize him I did not know who he was I was confused and then um they were telling me like you suffered a seizure are you okay you know just like really asking me all these questions like has this happened to you before and I was like I said initially just confused so after I got to the hospital I'm like yes it did start happening but it was only nocturnal you know meaning that it happened at night 
while I was sleeping, I never actually um, experienced one in the daytime that was ever witnessed. I've been going through testing, but they were skeptical and wasn't sure what was going on because the only person that could um, vouch for me was my son and he was underage. So, you know, they can't go by a child's word. So now that it was documented by a whole bunch of medical profession professionals, um, you know, it was finally said, yes, she has epilepsy. So, you know, at first they tried to give me all these medications and I was like, I'm not going to take all these medicine. I was like, this is changing my life because half the medicine, when you look at, whew, it, it's just, it just makes me feel some type of way. <laughs> when you look at all the side effects, it was worse and, you know, meaning that it was causing more devastating things than the actual epilepsy. So in order not to suffer a seizure, I would take these medication and then would have all these other side effects that affected my daily life, affected me working, affected me just further in my schooling, because at the time I was trying to finish my master's. It was a whole bunch of stuff going on. So... I decided to just um, be more proactive and try to also help myself while these medical professionals were also trying to see what was going on with me. <laughs> so it was just crazy, but I'm going to get into a little more for you to understand <laughs> where I'm going with this. And for any other women that may be experiencing this, for you to also be kind of proactive with your own situation like I said I'm not dictating I'm just giving my opinion and like I said everyone is very different and that's why everything is individualized based on your situation and your own experience so we're going to get into it Hey guys, I'm back. So let's discuss what I mean by being proactive. So like I said, you know, a lot was going on. I was looking at the medication and thinking like the side effects did not outweigh the benefits. So I started just thinking about myself and thinking about when do these episodes occur? When do I have a seizure? And I started noticing that it was around the time that I had my menstrual. So I had mentioned it to the neurologist I had at the time, because I had a primary care physician neurologist that worked together, as well as the um, other members of the medical team that was trying to diagnose and see exactly where my seizures were stemming from. So I told them that, and at first it was like kind of pushed to the side, but then my neurologist, like I stated, took more of an interest into it. So he said, if I felt like that was something that was occurring, I needed to just um, make a notation of it. So I started just um, making a notation of all my menstrual cycles as I normally did anyway. And I started notating how I feel around that time. Did I have any auras? Did I have any um, seizures? 
did I feel any type of way that was different from just normal premenstrual symptoms or, you know, anything like that. And I did that for a period of like two years. And what I've noticed during that time is that the seizures occurred around the time I was ovulating or right at the start of the cycle. And in the cases that I didn't have a full-blown grandma seizures, um, and let me just explain, grandma seizures, as most people that have epilepsy knows, also called tonic-clonic seizures. And it's basically where you lose consciousness and you basically go into an epileptic seizure, you know, and most people, well, I should say a majority of people that have tonic clonic or grandma seizures get an aura. So my seizures are grandma seizures with an aura, tonic clonic with an aura, however you want to word it. So I get an aura, which is just a strange feeling. I get a strong sense of smell. It's just something that occurs. Everyone knows what their auras entails, and they can describe it to you probably similar to mine or different. But I get an aura about five minutes prior to my seizures. So I started started noticing that I had auras around that time. Sometimes I did go into a full-blown um, tonic-clonic episode, or sometimes it was just an aura, and I felt a funny feeling, but nothing came after. And then as just making notations, I, um, they started realizing that I also had um, absence seizures. And um, that occurred like, I would have a period of like staring off for a couple of minutes, or just a loss of like time for a short period of time, but I didn't really lose conscious, um, you know, lose consciousness. So it wasn't a full grandma seizure. So it was just different variations that was going on, but it was all labeled and classified as different um, variations of seizures. So um, with that notation, I was able to then be diagnosed with catamenial epilepsy. And as I stated prior at the start of this um, episode, that that seizures that's linked to a woman's cycle, ovulation, it's just something that occurs around the time of your menstrual cycle. And it's linked to that. And it's a very small percentage of women that have that. So as for me, that's something that developed in my 30s, where I should say where it was diagnosed in my 30s, because going back, as they looked into different things, they realized that this was something that was going on with me since I was young, because when I first started having menstruals, um, I was diagnosed as having dysmenorrhea, which is painful periods that cause just a variation of different symptoms. At times I would have to be hospitalized. I would get faint. I would pass out, but I never had like an epileptic episode. But just as time passed, I had different things that occurred. I also used to wake up 
out of my sleep in my like late teens to early 20s with my fingernails dug into my hand middle and I used to always go to the emergency room when I woke up because I also developed hypertension at a very young age and it was unexplained they couldn't explain why I would have these huge spikes in my blood pressure and it had no reason for it I wasn't overweight at the time I didn't eat a high side um high salt diet I exercised and there was no reason for me to have this And when they looked at all my medical records, looked at all the stuff I kept going to the hospital about, they realized that what was occurring is that I was actually having those seizures in my sleep from then. And that's why my fingernails was dug into my hand middle. But that was when I was in a different state. And the healthcare system, I guess, because I wasn't a, um, born with seizures or anything, because I mentioned that, like, do you think that I'm having any type of seizure or anything in my sleep? And at the time, they were like, no, there's no way, ma'am, you're not epileptic. You know, you have no history of that. So it was always just written off as I probably slept bad, had a nightmare, just different things that did not make sense. I mean... And I went to the emergency room a lot because I was very scared because I was waking up with a very bad headache and I was also, you know, just waking up with my fingernails dug in my hand middle and feeling like something occurred to with me in my sleep. But um, after a period of time, you know, they did do testing because I kept going to the emergency room and nothing showed up so I will give that to them because when I did move into the state where I live now when they initially started doing testing nothing showed up nothing showed up on my MRIs nothing showed up on the brain scan nothing did show up so I will give that to them it was unexplained no one could explain what was going on and as I said they didn't even believe me until it was witnessed in that appointment for my son by all the medical professionals or else I would never have gotten diagnosed who knows I might have passed away in my sleep I don't even know I just thank God that that did occur where it was witnessed and it could be diagnosed so I got into all of that to say that that is how I was proactive and by making that chart everything was diagnosed I was fully diagnosed with catamenial epilepsy and it was linked to um, hormonal issues and now once that happened I realized that all those medications that I was taking was just not worth it so I stated to the doctor after reading and doing a lot of research I said to them I've been reading a lot and I realized that I don't want to take four pills for this. You know, I I don't want to do this. I want to just take one. And I had read information about one in particular that was very safe, not just for women with my type of seizures, but also women that did have epilepsy. They took this medication when they were pregnant. So I decided to take it. And... I was on the medication for, I'm on it now for about four years. And initially when I started taking it, it took my body a while to get the other medications out of my system and get used to this one. And 
I had less seizures because I was having them at least twice a month, sometimes more. I started not having any. And um, I'm going to take a little break and get back to you and explain exactly what was going on. And then I'm going to wrap everything up. Hey guys, while I'm back, I had to grab myself some water and just get hydrated and refresh myself. So, as I stated, um, I found that one medication that was like a miracle for me. I say a miracle because on that one medication, I was able to eventually now did not have any episodes as I stated I was having them sometimes twice a month or more I started not having any maybe every three months and then it stopped I didn't have any um grandma seizures I did have auras and I will say I had a few absence seizures but I was able to return back to work because I'm not sure if I mentioned that earlier but it affected my schooling, it affected my work, it affected everything. So with that medication change and also lifestyle changes, like I watch certain triggers, as they stated, there are certain foods that trigger seizures. And even though mine is linked to hormonal, linked to my menstrual, I did also watch certain things that they tell you to stay away from. But the main thing was that medication. So... I was able to get back into my schooling and be on track and then I was able to return to work and not fully because I am still labeled as as an epileptic and I did work with children so it was kind of restricted but I was able to at least go back and do what I needed to do. So with that being said, um, I brought this whole topic up to bring it full circle to a topic that I'm going to get into more on my next episode. So, like I said, this was more freestyle. So what occurred is that three days ago on the 17th, I hadn't had any seizures. Like I said, it was basically not coming. It was like every six months and then it went to me not having any. So for a year and a half now, I have not had any grandma seizures, any major event. I've been on track. I've been doing good. I've been driving because that was restricted as well. (laughs) I forgot to mention when you have seizures, when you have epilepsy, your driving gets restricted. What they do is it gets restricted until you haven't had a seizure in some states for a year and some states for six months. Mine was restricted, and I just didn't drive at all. Then when they were every six months, I wasn't driving. Then I was fully cleared, and I was able to return to driving. I didn't have any um, grandma seizures. And as I did state, I do have an aura, so I'm warned five minutes prior. You know, my body gives me that aura, and I know I'm going to have the seizure. So um, as I stated three days ago, I suffered a terrible grandma seizure and it's so bad because like I stated I was having initially in my sleep and then 
I started having them. All of that that I discussed through the years that I've been dealing with this, I never really injured myself bad. As many people know, when you have seizures, grand mal, or various ones, you might bite your tongue up, and I normally do that. My tongue usually gets ravished. <laughs> it gets so messed up, and it's hard for me to eat for a couple of days, but then it recovers, and I heal, and I'm fine. And then my body, like most people know, after you have a grand mal seizure, it feels like someone just shook you really hard and or took you and just threw you across you know and just like you feel like you've just been through a lot all your muscles hurt and it feels terrible so that occurs where my body hurts and I'm aching and my tongue is bit up but this one I literally messed my face up I had a black eye the top of my lip was messed up my lip was swollen I couldn't really talk. My tongue was bit up more than it's ever been bit up. My forehead, I have messed that up. I messed up a lot of my face. It has healed a little bit. And when I say healed, <laughs> because the first day it looked bad. And it looks bad still now. But I wasn't sure um, how it was going to heal. But started scabbing so that lets you know that the skin is healing itself so I will see how it turns out and I will probably do an update like I state going forward in my next episode I think I'm gonna touch on different alternatives that I'm gonna do to help myself better because even though I hadn't had it in a year and a half I did encounter people that was telling me of different things to try. Like, why don't you try this? Because this has helped me. I know you haven't had any seizures, but you need to try to do more natural stuff. So even though you're only taking one medication, you could eventually not take any or maybe reduce your dosage. So there was a lot of things I was thinking about because there are things that I still want to do. And I am kind of restricted in certain areas. So, you know, that episode that I had scared me. And I'm like, man, life is so short. I could have, I injured my face so bad. I could have, you know, really hurt myself really terrible. Because I was just so lucky that in the past, I never really damaged myself bad. So that one scared me. And it started making me feel like there are things in my life that I want to do. That I felt like either I'm too old to do or, you know what, I don't need to do that kind of apprehensive. But I feel like that last seizure, even though it was something that was not new to me, but I did damage my face so bad. It made me feel like, you know what, all the things that you want to do, you need to do. The stuff you wanted to try alternatives, you need to try it. And, you know... I'm just here for, like I said, I'm just venting, I'm talking. It might sound to you like I'm rambling, but I'm just talking. Because like I said, three days ago, that scared me. And you couldn't even understand me if I tried to do this. I'm still kind of not 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's why certain words, it sounds like I'm messing it up or whatever. But... I just thank you guys for listening with me and just 
talking with me and everything like that because I know sometimes in my other episodes I might share something I have other people's opinions so that's what I mean by you guys listening with me because as people give the opinions to I also listen to it and be like hmm that sounds good or whatever but this episode is solely me just venting and just talking because like I said it really scared me and if you guys have anyone any friends or anything that does have epilepsy or any other type of medical condition check on them and just find out if they're doing good and you know just talk to them because honestly I haven't had episodes in a year and a half but to be honest the way everything is going on in the world like I said how everything is crazy so this was going to be like freestyle when I first um started this episode that's what basically happened even though like I said my thing my um epilepsy my grandma seizures are hormonal linked to my menstrual stress can also bring it on because now that I am epileptic and I do have the seizures other triggers can happen and I feel like all the negative stuff that has been going on and just everything it just overwhelmed me and that's what I honestly feel like happened it was around my menstrual like I said it did occur around that time because that's when it that's when it can occur but around that time I know to try to stay stress-free take it easy and watch for any triggers that can lead to an episode and it was hard like between the tv social media and me just worrying about everyone I am the type of person that I feel other people's pain and I worry about other people's well-being so it just happened that I think that I was just overwhelmed with everything going on and you know this helps me to talk this helps me to just get it out And all I'm saying is that I'm not dictating, like I said, I'm not telling anyone what to do. This is just a share opinion. My opinion is that if you know anyone that has any type of medical condition, just check on them and make sure that they're doing good, especially during this time, because it's kind of overwhelming and kind of hard. But I thank you guys, as always, for listening to me. And I am going to wrap this up. And again, I am Mystery Rose. And this is Mystery Rose Vents. And I thank you for listening to me. I know this one I've been rambling. But you know how it goes. I said I was freestyling. So check with me next time. Love you guys.